At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert on a Wednesday. I am Stormy Bonantoni. We're live from Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Full disclosure, I did just spill a little bit of coffee on my shirt just now. Um, life happens. Life comes at you fast, but... It's all right. Not everybody has it together. I think that's fine to start the show saying that we don't have it all together. But my guests today certainly do. We got a jam-packed show full of great folks. VEASAN Zone Wes Reynolds is going to join us in a little bit. Break down the final four men's and women's as well as the Valero Open. We'll also have Nick Alberga at the end of the hour talking all things NHL. A six-game slate tonight. Some really good betting opportunities. Uh, Steve Buchanan of DraftKings get in on the MLB futures market. And we'll mix in a little bit of NBA for my association folks as well. Some Plus money props, I think, that could have some value today. But let's jump right into our top five things you need to know, stories that impact us as betters. And with number one here, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much, but maybe, just maybe, we could see Tiger Woods at this year's Masters. I'm sure by now you've seen the reports that yesterday he played a full 18 holes at Augusta National, practicing, spending time with his son Charlie, as well as Justin Thomas. It's been nearly 18 months since he last played an official event, which coincidentally was was the 2020 Masters due to serious injuries to his right leg and foot from that car accident he's still rehabbing from. A 15-time major champion. He's listed in the field, but like I said, yet to publicly confirm whether or not he's playing. John Rahm is the favorite at 
9 to 1 to win it all this year. Tiger at 40 to 1 to DraftKings, but I would shop around. I have seen some 80 to 1s floating around as well. There sure is a lot of smoke for there not to be fire for somebody who we know has won five green jackets in his 23 Masters appearance, most recently winning in 2019. So give me Tiger. I certainly hope he's out there. Number two, let's move on to the NBA to the surprise of no one or maybe to some, I guess. But if it surprised you, shame on you. The Lakers have now moved out of the 10 spot and are in the 11 seed, which means they are currently out of the play in tournament after their loss to the Dallas Mavericks. San Antonio, who plays tonight as a five and a half point dog to the Grizzlies, owns that tiebreaker with L.A. currently in the 10th spot. But it was an ugly one for the Lakers last night, who without LeBron or AD gave up 82 points in the first half, the most the franchise has allowed since moving to L.A. back in 1960. Russell Westbrook also had a pretty interesting exchange post game with some reporters deflecting questions about why they're not winning by asking the reporters, what do you think we need to do to win? The Lakers' odds to win the to make the playoffs now are 6-1, to one, yes, to get in, and 12-1, to one, the opposite direction. So, minus 1,200. Not good. An incredible fall from the preseason predictions we all saw from L.A. They do visit the Utah Jazz tomorrow and have seven games remaining on the slate. The defending champion Milwaukee Bucks, meanwhile, are giving us all the good playoff vibes with their win in Philadelphia yesterday, 118 to 116 as a one and a half point dog. Giannis Antetokounmpo was great, 40 points, 14 boards, six assists, and three blocks, which included stuffing fellow MVP candidate Joel Embiid's putback attempt with the game on the line late. The Bucks now a half game back of Miami for first in the Eastern Conference with seven games left themselves. Embiid, by the way, as well, no longer the favorite to win the league MVP after Tim Bontemps straw poll that came out on ESPN.com yesterday with Nikola Jokic getting the majority of those votes. He is now a minus 125 favorite. In NFL news, NFL draft news rather, could the top two picks potentially be traded? Maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars we know have been relatively open that they are quote open for business if anyone would like to trade up for the top pick and now we're seeing the same for the number two overall spot in the Detroit Lions and speaking with reporters Tuesday at the NFL annual league meetings, Lions GM Brad Holmes said he's had talks with teams about moving down. Aiden Hutchison is the favorite to go number one or two but heavily juiced there at minus 250 for the top overall selections. Both teams, regardless, very much so in need of a pass rusher. Speaking of which, defensive end Arden Key, as we get to number five here, coming off a career-best season with the San Francisco 49ers, has signed a one-year deal with those Jacksonville Jaguars. He had six and a half sacks in 2021. Second on the 49ers only to Nick Bosa while playing just 35% of the defensive snaps. After three disappointing seasons he had with the Raiders, the 25-year-old really flourished last year. Added 22 tackles, five TFLs, 17 quarterback hits, and like I mentioned, the Jags' biggest issue defensively, lack of a quality pass rush. So they're trying to get there in any way they can. But as we mentioned as well, Aiden Hutchison, the favorite in this year's draft for a reason. And the NFL is a year-round sport. So I didn't tease it off the top. We'll get to it right now. Wanted to look at some of the season win totals in the NFL looking ahead to next year. And no contest, I think. And, and don't at me if you disagree because... I'm very strong in this feeling. The AFC West is the best division in football going into next year. The moves that they have made this offseason are incredibly impressive. And we're seeing that in their win totals looking into next year. The Raiders have the lowest set win total looking into the 2022 season. And it's still set pretty high there at eight and a half. Um, like I said, the lowest total of the bunch. And this is a group that won 10 games last year, made the playoffs in a season that was brutal for them. They lost their head coach, John Gruden, in, you know, that 
whole situation, Henry Ruggs and the tragedy that happened with him, they overcame all of that to make a postseason appearance. And then this offseason, now they have a head coach that a lot of people really believe in. They signed the best, arguably, wide receiver in all of the National Football League in Devontae Adams. Defensively added Chandler Jones and locked up Max Crosby. So you're telling me they got better in every area that they were flawed in and they're going to win fewer games. So looking at their schedule, they went three and three in the division last year, uh, swept the Broncos, got swept by the Chiefs, had a split with L.A. Schedule is a little bit tricky for the division as they play the NFC West um, as well. Another very good division outside of the Seahawks. So looking at their schedule, I definitely see, see eight. Let's say another three um, in the Patriots in Vegas, maybe Cardinals at home, maybe Colts at home. I know they've upgraded, but that is a team they beat last year in Indy. We all remember that critical week 17 game saints on the road, more challenging. I, I like the over eight and a half there. Um, personally, I'm not going to bet at minus 110. Like, what are we doing here? I'm looking for plus money value, which we might have some here with the Broncos. Their number set at 10 had seven wins last year, ended the season on that four game losing streak, three of which were to division opponents, but they're back to being relevant now with Russell Wilson. This is the thing they've been lacking as a franchise quarterback. I think few teams improved their 2022 outlook more than Denver this season, which was very much so evidenced in the way their few Future's odds have changed. They also added their defense, luring Randy Gregory away from Dallas. The question for me just comes how quickly can the Broncos offense under Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett's scheme come together? Um, we know there's very little room for error in this division. And uh, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of fading such a trendy team. You're getting plus 105 if you go under the double-digit wins for the Broncos. That's kind of tempting for me. Let's look at the Chargers. They have the same win total here at 10, a nine-win team last season, largely because things did kind of fall apart for them at the end of the year. Dropped three of their last four games, which included that just brutal, ugly game to the Texans, which we all know is unacceptable. Also, the two overtime losses in division to the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, but the Chargers really put their money where their mouth is this offseason, adding to that defense. You get all pro edge rusher Khalil Mack, corner J.C. Jackson, who had 17 picks over the last two seasons. Justin Herbert's just going to get better in year three. A team with very lofty expectations for that total to be set at 10, but um, I know you just saw their schedule up on the screen. Let's assume they split the division for argument's sake. They did last season, so there's three wins. Other assumed wins on the schedule, I would say Seattle, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Houston, and the Falcons, so that's eight right off the back. Uh, capable of beating anyone, I think. I'm too on the fence here to make a pick. I, I do think they probably get 10, which would be a push. Um, the under is even money, so maybe just stay away from the Chargers win total for me. Um, let's go to the Chiefs, though, because I told you guys about this yesterday, which is kind of what spurred this entire thought process. Their win total is set at 11, and I love the under bet here at plus 125. Of the Chiefs' 12 wins last season, seven of them were decided by a touchdown or less. They had a number of close calls, and we just talked about the rest of the AFC and everything that they have done this offseason. Kansas City, meanwhile, trades away Tyreek Hill. They are still the favorite to win the division. They're still going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with. But I think the under at plus money here is a pretty solid bet. And outside of the division, like I said, with all of these teams, they're having to play the NFC West this year. Their schedule is not easy either. They also have the Bills, the Titans, 
the Rams, those three fortunately at home, as you see there. But then you have San Francisco, Indianapolis, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady back. I know that that game was looking a little bit better when, when Brady was in his early retirement. You have the Bengals who just played in a Super Bowl a year ago, trying to get better and better with all that they're building. The Cardinals also on the road. By no means, in my opinion, is betting Kansas City to go over 11 here a layup. Um, so I love that. I love the plus money. We're going to have more plus money, honey props later on in the show. But as I look at the AFC West, which has become an absolutely stacked division, those are where I sit on that. I, I like the chiefs going under their win total, the chargers, TBD Broncos under at plus money. And I think that the Raiders aren't getting enough credit. So over the eight and a half for them, if I had to place bets now, not saying that I, that I have, but the Chiefs one, I, the Chiefs one I have. The other one's TBD. Um, also, there is a prop out there. Will all of those AFC West teams make the playoffs? Yes, twenty to one. Last year, I thought that the NFC West could have done that. Of course, Seattle just crashed and, and failed. So, which AFC West team, if at all, would be the one that would be the ruiner of the division? I'm not sure. I think a lot of, like I said, I don't think the Raiders get enough credit. So, I kind of like that twenty to one. All of them to make the playoffs with the way that the new playoff structure is. All of them can. So I like it. Um, speaking of the NFL, the NFL draft, of course, coming up. And uh, it's going to be right here in Las Vegas. We have extensive coverage, which includes mock drafts from Matt Humans and Michael Lombardi, who's, of course, a former GM. Host Mike Pritchard, a first-round pick. Sean King, a Super Bowl-winning champion. We'll give you insight on what to bet on. Also, our guy, voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is going to give his draft best bets as well. vcin.com slash you get the full draft coverage, just $19. Don't miss it. Also, guys, on this date in 1991, Duke upset the undefeated defending national champion UNLV running Rebels in the Final Four. When we come back, we're talking Final Four men's and women's with Wes Reynolds. Don't go anywhere. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10-day challenge to give you that fresh start, helping you walk away from the ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zinn 10 Challenge. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zinn 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zinn Nicotine Pouches, and if you don't enjoy your experience with Zinn after 10 days, you get your money back so head on over to zin.com slash 10 to take the zin 10 challenge that's zyn.com slash t-e-n warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical stormy bond and tony with you live from circa resort and casino excited now to welcome in do it all host and betting analyst here at vsin my guy wes reynolds no one nicer or more knowledgeable about just about everything than you wes how's it going my friend Thanks for having me, Stormy. How are you? Great. Thank you so much. Excited to talk a little hoops with you. The final four coming up here on Saturday. And as if we didn't already think all eyes were going to be on this Duke-UNC game, now we find out Eric Church is out here canceling concerts so that he can watch his Tar Heels. Do you think that he'll be watching a UNC win or a loss against Coach K's squad in the final four? Well, I tell you, those country fans, they can get pretty <laughs> salty. They wanted to hear Springsteen here, Eric Church's famous hit but uh he'll be at the ball game and look historic ball game first time that duke and north carolina have ever met in the final four and look with all this chaos that we've had in the tournament we still have three blue bloods with duke kansas and north carolina three of the five all-time great college basketball programs and oh by the way arguably the best program over the last decade that being villanova but yeah i mean Even somebody like me that gets a little tired, it's like, oh, North Carolina and Duke again and all the promotion for it. I'm kind of excited to see it in the final four because we've never seen it. And they split the head-to-head meetings this year. North Carolina spoiled the the big Coach K party down there in Cameron on uh, his last home game. But in terms of the matchup, I'm going to play Duke on the money line. And you can probably get it minus 180, $1.85, obviously shop around. Numbers are going to be tight. I don't think that 
you're going to see this line maybe move off for. I think that's probably where it's going to be when they tip off Saturday night because you're going to have enough North Carolina money, number one, because they've been playing well and especially defensively over the last three games in the tournament. But also there is that anti-Coach K sentiment Mm -hmm. that bettors will bet with their emotions, especially newer bettors to the market. And, you know, I say that that's a mistake, but that doesn't mean that they won't do it because they want to see Coach K get beat. It's why people bet against Floyd Mayweather every single fight and ended up losing money on that. So I like Duke here in the spot. I just think that they showed a lot of toughness, Stormy. Mm -hmm. And if you saw the game against Michigan State where they were down five with like five minutes left to go, they were on their way of being booted out and ruining Coach K's victory tour here in his final season, but they toughed it out and then they went against Texas Tech, the number one defense in the country, and went 1.37 points per possession at the rim against the top-ranked defense, and then Arkansas really couldn't slow them down in transition. They were able to do it to Gonzaga on Thursday night, but couldn't do it on Saturday night, so Duke just seems to me to be that focused team right now. And I know that they're not the betting favorite to cut down the nets in New Orleans, but I think that they really should be in terms of the toughness and really how they played in the road they've had to get here. Yeah, and I like the, the money line approach to this in general because it is more than likely going to be a highly contested back and forth type of a game and no motivation lacking on either side here because if Duke goes on to win, they're going to be you know forever saying, hey, we are the team that took Coach K to the next national championship in his final year cemented in that lore. Meanwhile, UNC fighting to have those bragging rights every single year when they play. Hey, we're the team that ended Coach K's career. So love the angles on all sides. What about this Villanova-Kansas matchup? The spread four and a half in favor of Kansas. Everybody knows Justin Moore is going to be unavailable and what a key cog he is for Villanova. I haven't heard from anybody that they are backing the Wildcats. What's your view on this game? Yeah, and that's often dangerous, Stormy, because do you really want to lay points to Jay Wright, who, for my money, is the best coach in college basketball? Mm-hmm. I think Villanova has the best program culture. The guy, I believe, is 34 and 15 lifetime in the NCAA tournament, actually 35 and 15 now. They shoot free throws well. They control the tempo. They don't beat themselves. They don't make mistakes and turn the ball over. However, This is a team that plays with a short rotation anyway. Jay Wright's only been playing about six guys. Subtract Justin Moore. So that means Brian Antoine or Chris Archidiacono is going to have to step up and play more minutes. Those guys have been playing kind of spot minutes down the stretch here of the season. You know, three to five minutes a game just to give one of the starters a blow on the bench. But... You know, I I think you're going to maybe see five. I don't think the line will go more north than that. I think you'll see buyback on Villanova. But my attack on this game may be going to the under at 133, 133 and a half, because I do think that Villanova, even shorthanded, because they have senior guards like Gillespie and they have Caleb Daniels and Slater and Samuels. These guys are all seniors. They've been there, done that. So they're not going to be willingly uh, brought into a track meet by Kansas, who I think would like to play a little bit more at transition. So I'm going to leave the side alone because I do think that that more loss is absolutely massive for this team. But I think Villanova will be able to control the tempo enough and kind of minimize possessions here against Kansas, not let them get out and transition. So if I play anything on this game, it's going to be under 133. Definitely like the play. With regards to the women's final four, three top seeds made it to Minneapolis, including South Carolina, who's been the favorite to win the national title all year long. They've lost two games all year, and it was 
Texas by a combined three points. They're an eight-point favorite here in the Final Four matchup against Louisville, trying to avenge their Final Four loss from a year ago. Also got Stanford and UConn in a pick -em game. Any feel for either of those Final Four matchups on the women's side? Yeah, and you mentioned North, uh, South Carolina, Stormy, the number one overall seed before you came on the air. They just swept all the Naismith Awards. Don Staley won Coach of the Year. Aaliyah Boston wins the Player of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year. South Carolina gets it done in terms of their defense. I believe uh, allowing opponents to just shoot 32.7% from the field. But this is not, despite how they looked against the 10-seed Creighton in the Elite Eight, this is not a team that necessarily gets it done offensively. If you look, they were 260 out of 356 in terms of offensive possessions per 40 minutes, just inside the top 70 in field goal percentage. So they went on defense, and they get the Louisville team here that is a pretty good team shooting the basketball, about 46%. Jeff Wall is a very good coach. Jeff Wall is the only coach of these four in the Final Four that has never won a national championship, but he's gotten Louisville, I believe, to five Final Fours in the last 13 years. So I'm going to wait on this because I think South Carolina from the casual bettors that want something to bet on may bet South Carolina. This may go up to nine, and I'd be interested in Louisville and what I think is going to be a lower possession game with UConn and Stanford. Stanford's gotten a little bit of the early money, but I think UConn will get the casual money because Gino back mm -hmm. in the Final Four, 14 years in a row now, they were a two seed, even though they got to play at home against NC State and Bridgeport. Uh, so figure that out, I guess, because they sell tickets, but kind of unfair to NC State. But nevertheless, Arguably the best game in the women's tournament, and really either tournament, either the women's or the men's, on Monday, that double overtime win for UConn yeah. over NC State. Paige Bookers, uh, Paige Buckets, as she's more <laughs> affectionately known, is going back to Minneapolis, where she had prep stardom up there in high school. So I think UConn is going to get a lot of the support in the market, but... I find it tough to go against the defending national champion, that being Stanford. I'm starting to see some ones out there and even some one and a half. So you may have a little bit of conflict here with maybe some casual or public betters, whatever you want to refer to them as, on the Lady Huskies. And I lean to the Cardinal. Going to be some great games on both the men's and women's side. Really excited for Friday and Saturday of this week. Um, before we let you go, obviously in the PGA, we've got one final stop before Augusta National with the Valero Open coming up this week at TPC San Antonio. Some big names in the field, but also a number of players trying to punch their ticket to the Masters. Who are some names that you're looking at this week? Yeah, Stormy, in terms of some of the shorter price guys, Abraham Answer 22 to 1, actually is a San Antonio resident and practices regularly on the aforementioned TP San Antonio. Uh, he's gone well on the other Greg Norman design down in Mexico. I think he could do the same here. A couple of those guys looking to punch their tickets that you mentioned. Chris Kirk, 35 to 1, who's been playing really well lately. T7 at the Honda, T5 at Bay Hill in Orlando, has really good finishes here on this course. Three top 10s in seven appearances here. Also goes well on Colonial up in Fort Worth, which is kind of a correlated course to San Antonio. Gary Woodland, 35 to 1, another guy that played very well in Florida, probably should have won that Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando. And then a couple other guys a little bit down the board trying to play their way in. Johnny Vegas was fourth last weekend in the Dominican Republic at 55 to 1. Ball striking is excellent, just has to make some putts. 
Patton Kazire, 70 to 1. He was ninth here in this field last year and has won on other correlated courses like Wiley, like El Camillion. And then I'll give a bomb before we go. Austin Smotherman, 250 to 1. Ooh. Fourth on this coast to course two years ago on the Corn Ferry Tour event. Really good ball striker. So we've seen bombs win this event in recent years. That's why we call it long shots. You're the man, Wes. Thanks so much. You got it. Thanks for having me. That's Wes Reynolds. Give him a follow at Wes Reynolds one on Twitter. This guy literally has appeared on every single show on the network. He's incredible. Um, Cannot wait to have him on more often. When we come back, my favorite plus money props of the night in the NBA and the NHL and DraftKings Steve Buchanan joins us as well. Don't go anywhere. to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven baked, sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up a Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. And now we are choosing some plus money props, and we love that plus money honey breaking it down a couple props I really like tonight in the NBA and the National Hockey League let's start in the association Luka Doncic we're going over three and a half made threes at plus 125 Mavs are at the Cavaliers tonight he had seven of 11 threes against Cleveland earlier the season's gone over in three straight games and 10 of 13 this month also averaging four made triples a game over the last two months so let do it Luka also Jakob Pertle tonight double double we're betting yes at plus 145 against the Memphis Grizzlies. Last time out against Memphis, had 16 points, 10 boards, six double-doubles his last nine games, including the last two. He's averaging 14.5 points and 10 boards since the calendar flipped to 2022. Plus, we got the motivation factor. Spurs just leapfrogged the Lakers for the 10th spot in the play-in tournament. They want to stay there, so win or not, they're going to be motivated. Full disclosure, though, I did bet the Grizzlies' first quarter. They're on a heater, minus 1.5 in the first quarter. In the NHL, New York Rangers center Mika Zabin Banajad, anytime goal, plus 140. I've seen this at a very different number, so shop around. But plus 140, a really good number against Detroit. Hasn't scored a goal in his last three games, which ties the longest drought he's had since December. So I could see this being a great get-right spot in the goal column. He's actually been a better goal scorer on the road than he has been at home. And the Rangers have a pretty significant edge with their power play against the Red Wings' penalty kill. A lot of attention is going to be paid to Chris Kreider, as it should be. No value betting him. But who's his power play? PIC, my guy Zabanajad. He also had a power play goal the last time that they played Detroit this season. Same game, but on the other side, looking at Tyler Bertuzzi, over two and a half shots on goal. This is plus 100. So I know it's even money, honey, but I still like it. Gone over that number in four straight, averaging 7.75 shot attempts and 4.75 shots on goal per game over the last four. Also had five shots on goal last meeting with the Rangers, who the New York, by the way, has averaged giving up 32.6 shots on goal per game on the road their last 10. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Give me the plus money, honey. And nobody loves that more than our guest, Steve Buchanan, NFL and MLB betting analyst over there at DraftKings. How's it going, my friend? Thanks for joining us again. 
I could never get into hockey because I could never say those names. So don't ever doubt yourself. You kill, you kill those girls. Thank you so much. With a last name like Bon and Tony, I feel like it just has to happen. <laughs> I got to figure it out, right? Um, but listen, on the DK Nation website this week, you've got a great write-up, really comprehensive look at some of your futures bets for the MLB season. And the first one that you had on it was a great match bet in the home run category. So for, first of all, just to get us started here, for those who maybe haven't bet a match bet market before, can you just explain what that is briefly and why there's some value in betting them? Yeah, so look, these two players, you know, we're going to talk about home runs here, are going head-to-head. So you're basically trying to figure out who's going to have more in the end here. So if you like one player over the other, this is a great opportunity to have a season-long sweat and kind of get this bet in there. So I think these are really fun to kind of follow along all season long. Yeah, no doubt. You can do it with players. You can do it with teams. Um, So let's look at the home runs here first. The one that you had headlining your article was Ronald Acuna Jr. versus Juan Soto. Who do you have and why? It's insane that Juan Soto is the underdog here. Ronald Acuna Jr. is not expected to take the field until May. So Juan Soto's getting a month-long head start against Ronald Acuna. And look, he's coming back from a devastating ACL tear. Do you think the Braves are looking to put their future on the field when he's not ready? Absolutely not. So Juan Soto, I love this spot for him here. The Nationals did what they were supposed to do this offseason, get some protection for Juan Soto. That's what they did with Nelson Cruz. They don't have to worry about Josh Bell, who is absolutely horrific in the first half of the season, giving no protection to Soto. So if you're telling me I can get Juan Soto at even money to win this one, please. Put the money on Juan Soto. Cash that uh, bet in October. I can tell that you are particularly high on Juan Soto in general because you're also backing him over 35 and a half homers this season in general. That's another future that you had in the article. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, going back to, you know, getting some protection, Nelson Cruz in front of him or behind him, however they end up choosing to do so, is a massive boost for him. Like I said, Josh Bell last year, first half of the season, he had a horrific first half. All they had to do was walk Juan Soto. When you have to face Josh Bell, you don't have to pitch to Juan Soto. They said, shoot, shoot, we'll take Josh Bell. He's going to get some big protection this year. Another guy I know you're liking in the home run category, but to be the home run leader is our guy Matt Olson at 14-1. to He's head-to-head in the match bet with Jordan Alvarez. Who you got there? I mean, obviously yeah, it's Olsen. The- Who am I even kidding myself? Yeah, of course. We, of course we're going <laughs> Matt Olsen. That's okay. You know, we a little tease there. No problem. But, you know, Matt Olsen here, I mean, he's going into Truist Park in Atlanta. If you put all the batted ball events that he had last season, being in Atlanta actually gained him six more home runs on the season. He's got a little bit of a uh, shorter right field fence, too, as well. 325 to the right field wall in Atlanta. That's going to be a boost for him as well. The lineup he's in is incredible. A ton of protection in that one. And quite frankly, you Jordan Alvarez, monster power threat. Don't get me wrong, but we got a lot of injury issues we have to worry about, and being in the AL West doesn't exactly help. That's where Olsen is coming from. A lot of pitcher-friendly ballparks in that division, so I think Olsen going into a much better uh, division and stadium is going to really boost him, so I like Olsen in that one. All right, last one here in the home run category. I want to take a look at Hunter Renfro and our guy Giancarlo Stanton. Which side are you looking at taking here? This is actually a lot tougher than it feels, right? Because if you look at the two names, you're like, of course I'm going to take Stanton. Stanton can't stay on the field. That's half the problem, right? But when he is on the field, anything he makes contact with feels like it's going 550 feet in the other direction. 
I like Hunter Renfro here, even though he's got a little bit slightly better odds in this one, just because of how much Stanton is injured. Renfro really broke out last year, and the biggest thing for him was he cut down on the strikeouts, and he finally started to hit against right-handed pitching. That has been the bane of his existence his entire career until last year. If he can keep that consistency up, playing in Milwaukee, mm -hmm. he legitimately has 30-plus home run potential. If Stanton starts missing some time, that might be enough for Renfro to take it away and win this bet. So Renfro did hit 31 last year, and his over-under on his homers, I believe, is 31-and-a-half. So does that mean you think yep. it should be an over based on that thought process? Oh, absolutely. I do think it should be an over here. Like I said, if he can keep up that consistency, if he can start hitting right-handed pitching again, uh, uh, like he did last year, that's going to be a major boost to his power, especially hitting him in Milwaukee. So I would take the over on that one as well. All right. Favorite match bet from a team perspective for regular season wins. Oh my gosh. Speak English stormy. And we're not seasoning with season wins. What you got? You you spotted off all those hockey names. It's I all right. know. Like your tongue is in is in knots. I get it. It's okay. Um, the Detroit Tigers matched up against the Seattle Mariners. There's a six and a half game difference in this one. The disrespect that the Mariners are getting in this one. I get it. The Tigers are going to be a better team this year. They signed Javier Baez. They have two of their top prospects, really in all of baseball, looking like they're going to make the major league roster. That's Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green. They're most likely going to be playing this year. But Seattle has made leaps and bounds from where they were last season. They won 90 games. Last season, that's before they added Robbie Ray, Daniel Suarez, Jesse Winker to the mix, Jared Kalanick, another year for him. The One of the top prospects in baseball, Julio Rodriguez, also likely to play for the Seattle Mariners. So I like Seattle here at minus six and a half at plus 105. We're at the plus money here. Fine. I'll take that. Realistically, the Tigers are probably going to be a 75 to 77 win team. Seattle is tabbed at 83 and a half this year. They won 90 last year. They're, you're telling me they're going backwards after all the acquisitions they made? Who's making this line? I don't know who it is, but guess what? I'm going to give you a kiss because this is a free winner right here. So you have an incoming kiss coming from Steve Buchanan in the month of October because you put this bet out there, and I want it at plus 105. I hope. Seattle, minus six and a half. That's what we're taking. I hope odds makers have some chapstick there for you. Uh <laughs> Or for themselves, rather. Um, I, I was going to say, I love odds makers. I want to give them a kiss for how fun this next one is, pitting the Yankees and Dodgers against each other in the match bet. Who do you like in that one? Yeah, this is a really, really fun one. This is one you're going to be sweating throughout the entire season. Uh, but I like the Dodgers at minus five and a half at even money. Look, we all know that the Yankees are an absolute powerhouse when it comes to that lineup. But so are the Dodgers. Where the Dodgers have the edge here, in my opinion, is that starting rotation. For the Yankees, there's a lot of question marks in that starting rotation. And I know that the Dodgers' bullpen took a bit of a hit. Kenley Jansen went to the uh, to the Braves. But the Dodgers also brought in a nice depth piece like uh, Danny Duffy. There's really no outs to be had in that Dodgers lineup. They're in a division that's a bit weaker. That AL East for the Yankees is going to be really, really tough this year. There's going to be a lot of uh, competitive series throughout the season. The Dodgers have the slightly easier division, so I will take minus five and a half at even money. I know you like that, girl. I think the Dodgers are the play here in this one. Anytime I see a little plus sign, my heart skips a beat. I get very excited. Thank you for putting up with me today, Steve. You're the man, and uh, good luck with your futures bets.
Of course, I'll talk to you later. That's Steve Buchanan of DraftKings. Does great work covering the MLB as well as the NFL. So as the football season gets back on track here, we'll get some of his win totals, futures, selections as well. When we come back here on the program, power plays, my NHL picks of the day, and Nick Alberga's. Don't go anywhere. More my guys on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. We're wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert. I'm Stormy Bond and Tony. Time for my power plays, my favorite NBA picks of the night, starting with the Rangers Red Wings over six. Can you tell that I've 
thought a lot about this game with my props and now betting this over. Uh, definitely on the rarer side to back a New York Rangers over, but likely not going to see Igor Shosturkin on the second half of a back-to-back. I like the fact that Georgiev has given up as much as he has in 27 games this season, allowing 6.3 goals above expected, which is 91st of the 112 qualifying goaltenders. That's not good, FYI. And aside from the miracle shutout he had against Carolina 10 days ago, allowing three goals in eight of his last 10 starts, at least four in six of those 10. Detroit also going with Nijelkovic, who's 99th in goals allowed above expected. No team allows more goals than the Red Wings this season, which is a good recipe for an over. I know that's shocking considering they gave up a 11 to the Pittsburgh Penguins just the other day, but the over here, and then I also like Edmonton in regulation at minus 125 against Los Angeles Kings. They had a great bounce back against Arizona after getting embarrassed by Calgary. I think they keep that momentum up against an injury-riddled Kings team. Seems like those injuries have finally kind of caught up to them. These two did split in the regular season so far with the road team winning each game, but I think that changes tonight. The Oilers riding a six-game home win streak. You'd think that offensive firepower of this team should take advantage of that inexperienced blue line, and LA coming off a six 6-1 loss to the Kraken on Monday. They've struggled their last two on the road as well. Give me Edmonton in regulation. Let's continue our National Hockey League conversation with betting and fantasy analyst Nick Alberga, host of the Fantasy on Ice podcast by NHL Studios. Nick, how you doing? We going to make some money tonight or what? We are Stormy Stats. Great to be with you once again. <laughs> awesome. I love that. Stormy Stats. Stormy Stats. Let's start <laughs> with that Kings-Edmonton game, though. And I'm, I'm perfectly fine if you disagree, but what's your feel for that one tonight? Yeah, I've got the same feeling, you know, along that narrative that Los Angeles is really, really banged up right now. I understand they're coming off a disappointing night where they were just throttled by the lowly Seattle Kraken. So you're, I'm expecting at least a bit of a bounce-back effort. Um, I think if you want to look maybe at... LA as a dog, you know, one and a half goals. I, I still think Edmonton wins this game. Maybe it's close. Maybe it goes to overtime. But certainly, I think everything you just mentioned about Edmonton, their consistency as of late at home, and and how big this game truly is in the standings. I'm siding with the home squad tonight too. I didn't pull the trigger on the over since it was up to six and a half, but I did think there could be some goals potentially scored in this one as well. The Oilers in the last 10 games have averaged 4.8 goals for 3.3 goals against. We know that their uh, goaltending hasn't exactly been there. So another approach, if some people are interested in single team totals or anything like that, another game on deck. Speaking of a uh, injury riddled teams here, the Vegas golden Knights taking on that Kraken squad um, and the Kraken after spitting two splitting two games in LA now have two at home against the VGK. What's your approach here to game one? Well, firstly, I like the over in this game. Um, and obviously you see there the, the line set at six, uh, it's going to be Chris Drieger going for Seattle. And of course, Logan Thompson going for the Vegas Golden Knights. Who's the third stringer Drieger's the backup for, for Seattle. They've been scoring goals. I just mentioned they throttled Los Angeles the other night. So I would shade towards the over in that game, but Stormy, I think we're approaching must-win territory for the Vegas Golden Knights. They're they're definitely the better team of the two tonight. It's the first of back-to-back Wednesday and Friday against the Seattle Kraken, and they have to take, take care of both, never mind the rest of the slate if they want to make the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I like Vegas tonight considerably. Obviously, the sense of urgency has to be there for this team. But what worries me so much is the struggles that they've had on the road lately. I stayed away from this game from betting aside just for that reason. Seven straight now that they've lost away from T-Mobile Arena. I know they've won four of their last six games overall, but it's really hard for me in my mind, despite how much I know they have on the line here coming up, to back the Vegas Golden Knights, which you know I'm a fan. I love the team. It hurts my heart to feel that way, but it's a tough one. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. Hell, you covered them for the last couple of years too, right? Like I, I, I just, you know, I put myself in the narrative that like they have to win this game. Mm-hmm. Vegas is a legitimate team, went healthy. I know they're banged up right now. I think I would look at some shot props in that game, but that's sort of my perspective on this game that we're approaching the territory stormy where they need to win. Like they have to. And I, I think internally there's going to be that buildup inside that locker room. Alec Martinez had a big speech over the weekend that got them cooking a bit in that game where they were down and out. So I, I, I'm going to stick with Vegas, but I totally understand where you're coming from. And significant, too, to have a guy like him, his presence yeah. and leadership as a former Stanley Cup winner, to be back on that squad. Uh, another interesting game coming up tonight, the Blues and Canucks going head-to-head total in that game six. A feel either way or for the total? Yeah, yeah, I would I would probably look towards uh, you know the under in that game. Thatcher Demko, he didn't start the other night. It was Zirasov Halak, and it was a four-one win for St. Louis. So important to note, it's the back end of a home and home between these two teams. One day separating the two games. Um, I, I know um, Vancouver is a slight favorite in this game. That's probably the way I'm headed. Um, it'll be Ville Husso, by the way, for the St. Louis Blues. I think the Blues are the better team. Uh, I could see this game, quite frankly, going to overtime. I mentioned the standings earlier on. I think you have to have that perspective moving forward here. From an NHL betting point of view, as we get closer to the end of the season, meaningful games like this one, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest if both teams try to pick up a point here and then settle the rest uh, in extra time. So I think the Blues are the better team. I think Vancouver wins tonight, however. Overtime and an under, though, things that you don't typically hear hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I just... (laughs) You know, you know, my theory with that, I just think it's getting to an important time in this season. Um, certainly, I think you look at Vancouver a, a bit too open. I felt the other end against St. Louis. Billy Husso has been an excellent, excellent story. And Thatcher Demko, I think for my money, especially here in the second half, Stormy, is the guy who should be involved in the Vesna conversation. He's been the Hart Trophy guy for the Vancouver Canucks in this epic run they're on. So that's why uh, I'm shading towards the under tonight. All right, we've got the Jets and Sabres going head-to-head as well in Buffalo. Buffalo plus 140 dog. They've been playing a lot better, it seems, though, as of late. In goal, Connor Hellebuck and Craig Anderson. Who you got? So I like Winnipeg, but I'll be honest, like I don't feel great about it. Of course, we got the news earlier today, excuse me, that Dave Lowry, the head coach, the interim head coach on the COVID protocol, Kyle Connor, arguably their best player in COVID protocol, Nate Schmidt. I mean, the list goes on and on. That's probably why I'm staying away from this game. And it seems like ever since way back when they made the Evander Kane trade together, Buffalo and Winnipeg, Buffalo's played Winnipeg really, really tough. So I expect a close game. I think the Jets still have aspirations, Stormy, of making the Stanley Cup playoffs. So this is another one I think is a must win, but I think it's close and I have the Jets in this one. Another game on tap, the San Jose Sharks and the Arizona Coyotes. Sharks won three of their last four games, which included a 4-2 home win over that Arizona team 10 days ago. Coyotes, meanwhile, losers in three in six straight. It seems like they've kind of come back down to earth after yeah. that stretch of the upsets that they were having to the team that we all knew that they were, which was kind of brutal to watch. Um, are they going to be brutal tonight, though, is the question against San Jose. Well, in every card, I like to identify potential dogs. And in this case, uh, figuratively and literally, the desert dogs, the Arizona Coyotes. And I'm actually looking at Arizona as a potential dog tonight. I'm not a big San Jose guy. I know they stripped their their depth a bit between, uh, you know, since the deadline. uh, I believe Capo Kakinen starting in this game, their newcomer coming by way of the Minnesota Wild. And you mentioned it. It's been a laundry list of games where Arizona has really, really struggled. I wonder if they sneak in a victory tonight. But Again, I'm probably staying away from this game, but I think if I've had a look at this six-game card, this is one of the dogs I'm definitely looking at tonight. Yeah, that was a stay-away spot for me, too. But I just, I, 
it's tough when teams are on streaks like this because you feel like it has to end at some point. So against <laughs> two and so potentially here the San Jose Sharks and the game that I talked about off the top. I have a few prop bets involved in this Rangers and Red Wings game as well. But New York on the second half of a back to back likely without your uh, likely without Igor Shesterkin. Um, what's mm-hmm. your feel for the Rangers and Red Wings? Yeah, so that's the two big up lineup notes. Uh, no, Ryan Strom didn't play last night. I was just reading he's not going to play tonight. Of course, a top six center for that team. And uh, Alexander Georgiev will start for the New York Rangers on the back-to-back. Uh, I like your play with the over, too. Like, let's not forget that back on Sunday, Detroit surrendered 11 goals. Uh, that's That hasn't happened in a long, long time here in the NHL. You know, theory suggests they'll be better defensively, but I just think th- that team's bad. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm expecting the over once again tonight. I think a couple of props uh, off what you're saying to look at. Frank Petrano has been on fire. He has five goals in seven games as a member of the New York Rangers. So maybe look at another Vichano goal tonight. Uh, but certainly, I like the value more in the New York Rangers, even though it's the back-to-back, because I'm just not crazy about Detroit this season. Yeah, normally when you see Georgiev in there, it's like an auto-fade of the Rangers, but yes. you, it's, you can't do it in this spot. You know what I mean? With no. the, how rough that the Red Wings have been. Um, Igor Shosturkin has been a little bit human lately. We've got about 30 seconds left here with you, but is he still as lock as a lock can get for the Vesna Trophy this year, you think? Yeah, I think so. I know people have made, uh, you know, their their pitches for Darcy Kemper, who I thought was fantastic against Calgary last night. Tristan Jari's been an excellent story, but I think from puck drop to where we're at right now, uh, the body of work has just been tremendous here for Igor Shostakovich. So certainly, I think barring something catastrophic, uh, I think he wins this award this season. Couldn't agree with you more. Huge fan of Igor this season. Thanks so much, Nick. You're the best. My pleasure. Take care. That's Nick Alberga. Make sure you download the Fantasy on Ice podcast by NHL Studios. He does a great job there, and you can download it wherever you get your podcast. When we come back, you're not going to hear me anymore, but Danny Burke and Rush Hour are next. Great content as well, and I'll be looking for some more hockey plays. You know how I do. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.